Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewall. And, and this, this is Married, married to Hollywood. Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly about being married to each other and the industry. <laughs> Hi. Hey, how are you today? I'm doing all right. Can you hear the rain behind us the, or the frozen ice here? Wait, just listen for one second. I don't think so. Oh, I can Maybe. hear it. I think I can Maybe. hear it. That's not static. That is ice. That is rain hitting sleet. The window outside of above us the right office, now, because yeah. um, we are in a snowy, wintry mix. Yes, right uh, now. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited that I have to go out and do it tomorrow. I know to pick up poor little Lila's well, antibiotic I mean, and yeah, UTI, that, mm, and then you have to go out for work. Yeah, she, we think she has another UTI. She was saying her. Her hoo-ha hurts, hurts again. Yeah. So we, we got on with the pediatrician today, and they said, yeah, it sounds like it. Parent but it was life. so cute because she wanted to be in on the call. You know, everything's virtual. She pokes her head in and sees the doctor, and she goes, hi. And then she starts just talking. And then she went, you're a doctor, and, and you're going to help me. Yeah, make me feel better. And that'll make me feel better. Yeah. And I looked at the doctor, who is pregnant herself. She's due at the end of March. And she just looked at Lila and went, that's right. I'm going to help you. And she's a oh, sweet thing. So we have yeah. to do that same thing. When Jason took us for me to go take her and pee in a cup for a urine sample in December, the doctor was very sweet this time and let Jason go pick up a cup so we could do it at home. But we haven't gotten her to do, do it, it yet. The cup yet. So we'll figure it out. We'll, do it, we'll do it in the morning. <laughs> or it'll be a total mess. Uh, but my mom suggested and Jason thought and I thought it too. She loves chocolate chips and we barely let her have any. So we were like, if you pee in the cup, you can have chocolate chips. Our bribery didn't quite work. No, she really, she turned into really did not want to pee in the cup. And then she went, how about chocolate chippies first? <laughs> Smart kid. <laughs> we were like, that's not Smart how this kid. works, sweetheart. So she's still sweet as pie. I mean, I think yeah. that's, even when she's not feeling well, she's just... She's a gem. She's a gem. Getting her down tonight since you had rehearsal. I had rehearsal. Is, is, should I be calling it rehearsal? Or is it training? It's training. Okay. It's training, since you but had training, I keep saying training and rehearsal sort since of... Since you had training tonight, I had to put her down, and it was a little bit longer than usual just because she was so sad to not have you. Oh. That just took a little bit longer. Yeah. And I sang my made-up BS song for like 10 <laughs> minutes. It, was yeah, it droned on. Well, last on. week, <laughs> Wednesday and Thursday was the first time because that's when yeah. I mean training just started for me last week. Yeah. Jason and Lila have you know the special bonding time for the next eight weeks on Wednesday and Thursday yeah. nights, which is wonderful. Yeah, but that it. is a big change because she's so used to just going to yeah. bed with me. It's fine. But it's but it's She'll good. Training is, is good. going well. It is. More fun. No, that's not another way to say it. I knew this was going to be fun, but it's even more fun in some ways than I was anticipating. Good. Um, and much harder and more uh, nerve wracking and intimidating than I was expecting. It's a little more emotional, emotionally demanding than you thought it would be. A little, a little bit. You know, it's mm-hmm. the kind of thing where some of these artists are very young and just getting out of school and just getting started, and. I must say, while we actually look the same age, um, I am not. And it's just this whole <laughs> thing of, you remember we were talking about this, that, that hunger and that drive where mm-hmm. you will just dive headfirst and do anything mm-hmm. when you're first starting? There are certain exercises and certain things when you're put on the spot and you have to demonstrate or do on your own. 
instead of it being fun, which you can see these guys are having so much fun being a stick of gum and what that looks like or embodying <laughs> an animal and what that looks like. When it's my turn, I'm like nervous and intimidated instead of being like, yeah, so, uh, and that surprises uh, me. Artist to artist. Yes. I think that is because you're out of practice. I know that is, I'm pretty sure but, that's 1000% what I mean it that, is. I mean that because it re- you really only look at the, um, you getting into class with scene study since the pandemic, really. Yeah. Your body, yeah. your body, all of the tools um, that you have are not used to being used. No. So you're out of practice. You're rusty. But what I, lo- I am, but what I love about this where it doesn't feel rusty, even though it does, but it doesn't, is I'm not speaking at all. It's all with the body. And with me, that is so comfortable. Good. And so like, yeah, okay, I will show you what it's like to be a stick of gum and be unwrapped and what it feels like to be chewed and blown into a bubble and then spit out. But then when you see these other artists... (laughs) That's so weird. it's It's so weird. It's like a mind trip. But then you see these other artists fearlessly dive in and and facial expressions and putting the character to it and doing all this is so fun when it's just me or when it's the whole group of us up there. When then we're watching each other, I'm like, ah, it's like, it makes, it's making me a little. You have anxiety of watching other people? I love watching them. I don't like them watching me. Uh, Well, you know, eventually you're going to have to perform for people. But that's fine. That's fine. Your psychology about this has never made any <laughs> GD sense. Well, that's that's like in, I think I mentioned it last week in dance class when they would, I would be picked on and picked on even though I nailed double turn and someone else wasn't doing it and they were like, good job. But it's, you know, they see something in you, they push you yeah, harder and really judge you against yourself. Yeah. Um, while I know that's a good thing mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally that feels very, very, very different. And I've never, I've never liked watching myself on TV or film. I don't film. think I ever will either. I, I never loved watching back a dance recital. I love doing it. But the end, because it's on Zoom, there's also this thing of like, I see myself teeny tiny too. And so it's like, this is, this is weird. You know you can minimize yourself so you don't. The way, uh, yes, but you want to have it so you can see the other. Part of what you have to do is in unison with people. So you actually do need to make sure you're in it together. But I'm really enjoying it, and there's definitely a um, a buzz, like an internal good, like, yeah, good about it, which is great. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, tomorrow will be the end of week two. Tomorrow night. Um, Do you feel like you're catching up? For the most part, yes. Good. There's still a couple things, and the artistic director and creator of of this who does this training with us, she does. She keeps calling out me and the other new kid, being like, "All right, so everybody else do this," and she has this very dick, dick Russian accent. She's not Russian. She's Georgian. I take that back. I said Slovakian the other day. That's very wrong. And I was, I, it came out of my mouth. I was like, that's not correct. Like I said it as Slav- soon as I said Slavic it. Slavic would be right. I, I, Slovakian soon is as, wrong. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, that's wrong. That's wrong. I think Slavic would be right. But she has this very, it, it can be kind of hard to understand her. It's very, very. But she, <laughs> not picks on, but Lucius, hi Lucius, is, he's like, the new shining star, and he's brand new too. But there are times when we'll be doing a group thing, and she'll say, and she calls me Amalia, Amalia and Lucius, uh, you two, let me break this down, and you guys just do steps like these four things. Everybody else then expand, and then we'll go to like expand from there when we have it. And so then you kind of feel like, oh right, these guys are so much further ahead. Um, 
But no, as a whole, Such a it's feeling it's feeling good. I know. You I'm used to being the best in the class. Yes. I want to be at the front. I want to. I want to get my A's. Yes. Guess yes. what? There are no grades. No, I know, but there are starring roles to have, or the ensemble, or yeah. even getting into a main stage show. So here's the way it works: you have to be invited to train. You audition for this company, and you're accepted to the training program. Mm-hmm. That does not mean you're going to get into the main stage shows. Mm-hmm. You have to like earn it and yeah. show what you've got in the training to even be considered for the yeah. main stage shows. Which is, I love that aspect of it. It's very company focused. Yes, but being the new kid. It's a feeling at 36 years old. You just, I never thought I would be feeling that again. The new kid, it, tr- uh, it feels like the first day of high school. It's like truly honestly, the new kid. That's a guest star. I had, dude. See, we're married, guys. I had that same thought of when you're a co star, a guest star, even the first day of Recur, it's that exact same thing. Yeah. When you're a series reg and it becomes the company and you're used to doing this together, yeah, well, that falls away or, to a degree. Or if you're working on a show, uh, if you're working on a TV show that um, has an, a new director every episode or has a new director every few episodes. Like, like soap operas do that too. Well, a lot of shows not, do not that. So, not really. A lot not of shows soap do operas, that. what I was thinking about, I was thinking more like your like Chicago Fire, like your Chicago those shows, yeah. those types of episodics. Yeah, or, NCISs. Yeah, because yeah. there's places that's like in order to keep your guild card and in order to like build yourself up in that yeah, industry. Yeah, you're right. You're, you, you're, you're, right. you're clipping off, you're showing like, hey, I can handle this dramatic shows. Uh, I can handle these um, episodic comedies. Boom, boom, boom. You pop in, you create these relationships with all these producers and then you're like, and here's the baby I want to direct. Will you fund me? Right. Um, but you have to learn that right. process of, I'm the new kid. Let me see where I fit in. So I make the waves that I want to make that I and then can own make, it, right? Own things that right. I'm responsible for, and make sure that I don't screw up uh, screw up anyone else's flow, which is like a lot of responsibility. But it's really, and that's what a guest star is on a TV show. Is just that's, like that's so true. Yeah. That is so true. That's a very good analogy, bridge. But it does feel incredible to be doing something. Yeah. At this level of an artistic. Uh, I'm definitely jealous of it from the perspective of I wish I had um, the capability to do the training that you're doing. I think that's really impressive. I'm jealous of everyone else Thank that. You. Yeah, I'm just really jealous of anybody that's that uh, physically able in that way. Like, I, I could work on all those things, but I would be like so far from even like the tier one training. And you jumped into mm, tier two. I jumped into tier two. So like I can't. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's it's just mind blowing. So it's it's very impressive. And I'm thank you. The fact that you're doing good. it four days a week. That was a jar. I I think I said to you for the first time. I think since the pandemic, the weekend went by in a blink, because you have four days on with training and three days off. So you know, I was done with Thursday last week. I went, oh, phew. Okay, I have a few days off to like let the body rest and really stretch. And then all of a sudden, it was Monday morning. And I had to hop into rehearsal or into training. And I was like, oh, that was the first time in a long time where the weekend went. Re- it, it wasn't that limbo is a going fast or slow, weird time thing. It was like the weekend went fast. I would argue that's probably the first time a weekend has went fast since you delivered Lila. Well, no, because, well, hmm. I see like why you say in, that. In your life. But, but Not no. in our life as a family. Yeah. I mean, in your life. Well, there was, there was a time... 
pre pre pandemic, kind of right pre pandemic, when I was teaching a decently full size roster, rehearsing for the play, and doing that. I mean, when the schedule got more full, that was happening again. Um, but yes, this was the first fast weekend in a long time. No, I want to say almost a year. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Even this week is suddenly going faster. Yeah, that's what happens. And it 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 feels good. You wanna you wanna hear something just kind of weird to think about? I would love to. Think about me in my nebulous but always working space yes. since we've moved here. <laughs> yes. Living next to somebody that's experiencing time completely differently. Yeah. That's one of the biggest stressors in my life is that my perspective. Am I allowed to say I'm sorry? No. Okay. Absolutely not. You're going through your own thing. <laughs> this is my thing to deal with. It, I will, I will, you can't apologize for something you can't control. Okay. So it's, it's, um, it's nice. It's actually kind of gratifying to hear how much more aware you are of time as a result of this. Yeah. Cause it just, cause certain things like they get locked into your schedule and you're like, all right, cool. Now you got to do this and now you got to do that. And it's. And I had it with, you know, I have it with my teaching schedule and then with the class I take with Sam, but there's something about it being training and rehearsal on top of. Because it's work. Everything. Yes. Even if it's love, it's still work. It is love. It it, it is. It's it's intimidating love at the moment, but it's still. That's good. It's still. Then you're going to earn it. If it was easy, you wouldn't be working as hard. That's true. It's true. There, there's a girl in training. I couldn't keep my eyes off of her last week. She doesn't attend the morning sessions, but she attends the night sessions because mm-hmm. of her job. And I first saw her last week and was like, you know when you see someone and go, whoa? <laughs> yeah. She is very... Think of the stereotypical Russian prima ballerina Mm-hmm. Not Misty Copeland, like the stereotype. Well, I wouldn't expect a black woman no, 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 to be no, no, from no. Russia. No. <laughs> yes, but I mean, Misty has really broken the barrier of this athletic, yeah, it's the no, sport, I, like yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. This is, when you think stereotypical ballerina, Stick prima ballerina. Thing, super tall, tone. She's She looks like a cat, like her eyes and her face, and she's beautiful. And I could not keep my eyes off of her last week. We were doing this one specific body body fluid. wave thing. So fluid. And today, uh, Ira put a few of us in a breakout Is room. Is it Ira or Irina? So it's Irina, but her nickname's Ira. Uh. I-R-A. But her full name is Irina. Um, they, she put us in breakout rooms. And it was actually very cute because Zoom was not working. And she was like, I can't get this... <laughs> work we were like it's all good and she put us kind of on one-on-ones and so she had me with with someone who was lovely I loved meeting him and talking to him uh we were working on on this one particular thing and then he just wanted to chat for a minute and was like tell me your story and I think I overheard some of that and I I was asking him how long have you been with the company and and we were really just kind of talking and this girl came up uh when I mentioned I have a ballet base so this whole modern and pantomime thing is a little foreign to my body, but I'm loving it. He went, oh, ballet, yes, this girl is ballet. I went, I, I mean, you can tell by looking at her. And last year, I remember seeing the promo video for this because Katie had posted it. They did Fan by the Opera. Mm. She was She's, Christine. It was yeah. a ballet. She was Diane. And Ira yeah. was the Phantom. Ooh. Yes. And I had seen, they, they just launched a streaming service, and I'm, I kind of want to watch it, but I went, oh, yeah. Of course she would be. Oh, my gosh. And she's in the training just like everybody because, like I said, it's it's a company thing. Yeah. So, like, the main stars of these past shows, the ensemble, everyone's in training together. Well, so it's you, really interesting the, to see The way that their dynamics. shows are built, 
that you kind of have to have the camaraderie and the com- yeah. like the common chemistry. Yeah. yeah. So it's going it's going very well. I'm glad I'm proud of you. Um so random, total random, but I just have to talk about it for a second. Bridgerton the musical. <laughs> Is it happening? I mean it hasn't like officially, officially happened yet, but it's so going to. Who's who's gonna fund it? Well, Shonda Rhimes is already like behind it. Uh, she's she's already like given it like the two thumbs up of like yes. But the two girls, Abigail and um, oh no, oh no, what's her name? The brown hair. She's the pianist. I wouldn't Mia? know. Mia, Mila, something like that. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Uh, they're gonna be on a live stream Q and A with Entertainment Weekly. That's great for them. And I'm I may j- for them. right. And I, I actually may hop in and watch it because I haven't spent too much time watching them. Um, they're very talented. They are so talented, but one thing I love that they're doing, love, and it just kind of makes my bu- blood like flow. They, because this happened so fast, she just had this idea and did it and it went boom. They're doing these Instagram lives 90 minutes, two hours, mm-hmm. where they'll just sit and be working on a song or like work on a section or work on this and just to watch their dynamic together, it's it's just inspiring and I love that these well, two fans they're both accomplished musicians in their own right and if you look at all of their profiles before January 6th they're just like they look like any other beautiful talented singer just trying to promote their work and get things mm-hmm. going and then all of a sudden it shifts everything shifts yeah, you lean in and it's just that one and you and I have talked about it for years it just takes one uh, thing for your entire career trajectory to shift yes but you have to be ready. You have to be you ready, have to be and willing. you have to be, and you got to work for it. And you also have to put it out there. Yes, that's one of the things that always blows my mind. And your dad even says this with regards to this podcast: is that like, why would you put so much of that out there? Like, why are you talking about? Why would you be so open? Why would you put all these things out there? That's yeah. just because like. You want people... It's our brand. It's what we're... But it's, it's like... What it, we do. As artists, it's like, yes, you would love to be... Not love to be famous, but it'd be cool to be famous. But you want to be open yes. because that's the only way that you're going to find your community. You're going to connect, connect with whether people. It's, and, whether and it's build. a few hundred people, a few thousand, a few million. Right. It only happens when you put yourself out there. Right. And I love doing it with you. I know, I know you and I, this week, we've, we've been talking a lot about larger, bigger issues. And they're just... <laughs> yes. It's, it's really interesting as a couple, when you're married, you're committed. I mean, we have a beautiful child. We've been married for so long. And then when you're both artists, it was challenging enough pre-pandemic, but now the whole thing of the unknown of what's next, it's been challenging. And I think we'd been... Well, I had been avoiding... You know, certain big topic conversations we've been talking about a little bit more. How do you feel about that? You mean by a little bit more, you mean we talked about it today? We finally did talk about it today. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I think that, um, like I I said, I apologize because I ended up eavesdropping on your therapy. Um, and then couldn't stop myself <laughs> from eavesdropping. And I heard it. I thought you were just going to the to the bathroom because the bathroom's right there. Well, then I just like plopped down and started doing work. And, and then, then I realized I you were still in therapy. And I was like, yep. oh, no. And I I'm heard listening. the feet. And I was like, I think he's out there. Oh, no, there. I'm listening. Oh, Jason, <laughs> stop listening. And then I couldn't stop listening. But so uh, as a result of that, I think we had a really good conversation. Yeah. Um, I think one of the most challenging things in our golly, I hope this is right. You can hear it. That's not static, guys. That's the ice rain. Wow. Um, I I hope that this time in our lives 
can teach both of us not only how to communicate better, how to prioritize better, and also how to plan better. Because I think one of the biggest issues is we both see things so differently Yeah, that your ability to plan and to work is never applied in the things that I need it to be planned and worked on. Right. And you only ever ask me to help you with things like, I don't know, once in a blue moon. <laughs> so like twice a year. Yeah. So as a result of that, we're not serving each other well in that way. Yeah. And that's probably one of our biggest hangups as a couple when it comes to being more productive artistically together is it took like, this is what, a year old? We're coming up on a year this next weekend, this next week? We're coming up on two years. No. Yeah. It two was, years? It was Valentine's Day two years ago. No, it was Valentine's Day. No. Really? Two years. We're at episode 90 Oh, something. right. Wow. The We're nearing episode Lord. 100. Yeah. And there are 52 weeks in a year. Yeah. Whoa. Good Lord. And we, skipped, we skipped a couple and here pan- and there. And the pandemic really took a weird wobbliness of it time. It did. It did. So no, we're coming, coming up on our... Two years. Two, two years. I was going to mention podcast. that because... Valentine's Day is over the weekend. And I was this gonna only say that happened today. because we'd been talking about it, been talking about it, been talking about it, and we were just like, let's do it. Yeah. No, we've been talking about it for a long time before we finally That's did one it. of the things that we need to start just doing just as a couple. Do. And did you see how much better that conversation went today when we just had yes, the conversation? And I was so nervous to have it. I was so scared uh, to have it. Listen, I want to do a lot more production work together. We now have two things on our plate. Yeah. That are coming up. Yeah. Um, and three, th- possibly. More. Yeah. Because there's some stuff that I want to self produce. But we just need to do. And I think that's yeah. one of the biggest um, advice I can give to any artist, uh, anybody who's listening to this who's um, struggling with finding their direction is um, seek what makes you happy and figure out how to just start. Right. Don't, don't obsess over perfecting. Um, perfection takes time. And also, perfection is the final product. Per- right. Nobody ends up seeing the fact that there were 45 takes to get there. They had to layer in the music. They had to change the lighting <laughs> in post. They yeah. had to do a digital Zoom. They, had to do all, they actually had to do all these things. You had to dub over your own voice. Like, you don't see those things... When you're sitting in the theater, when you're watching it on screen. No, yeah. When you're listening to an album, you don't... And that's one of those things as artists, if we try to perfect something, we never get good at the process because you don't perfect the process. You just become the process. You trust it. You embody it. Yeah. So the advice would just be, just do it, man. Go a thousand miles in the wrong direction. do it. Just making sure. <laughs> I like that. Go a thousand miles in the wrong direction. Just make sure you're not doing anything unethical. Just do. Don't harm yourself. Don't harm others. Don't right. put yourself in a position to be harmed if you have the wherewithal and the awareness. But just do. And if you make a mistake, it's not a failure. And I think that's one of the hardest things to understand as an artist is that when you, you misstep, me as a human being, when you misstep, it's not a failure because... Nothing bad happened. Yes, right. you might have screwed up an opportunity. That happens. That happens to everybody. All the time. You might have had a bad take. You might have had a bad audition. You might have drawn something terrible, written a bad jingle, what have you. <laughs> 
But those don't define you as a human being. Your work ethic, your passion, your empathy, those are the things that make you human. And at the end of the day, that's what everyone else wants to see and feel from art is they want that connection. They want that moment of you being authentically you to make them feel something authentically in themselves. What are you feeling right now? I can see you getting emotional. I'm just passionate. It's just the passion, just passionate. The passion of it. Yeah. Um, That's I, one of the things I love about you. I know I've said that in the past, but I the th- passion you get when I you think, speak about I just this. think that, that we as artists, we, we get so, I mean, me especially, so you get so in your head and then you just look at people who are accomplished and they're living free because they're living the, yeah. they're living the best version of themselves. That was, um, so, not that I use it a lot, but um, Clubhouse, the new app. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to an artist mindset talk back um, for like a half hour, 45 minutes yesterday. That's cool. And it was really cool. And it was just like, what does it feel like? What is the feeling when you have that accomplishment that you desire as an artist? What does that look like? Where do you feel it in your body? Now, mm. knowing that that accomplishment is part of you yeah. and your body is capable of feeling those emotions, what do you tell yourself today from that perspective in the future? Ooh. Like, How do you tell yourself to stand taller? How do you tell yourself to not let the weight of the world burden your heart, burden you? Like all these really great, cool things. And I was like, man. It's just really good, like, you know, self-help type stuff, and I love it. And, you know, any artist, they can get something from it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, everybody should just find a mentor, find a community, find a friend, find a teacher, find, um, find a p- partner, a lover that can make them believe in themselves. Yeah. But make them believe in themselves for themselves. Like, their self-belief is not dependent upon that other person giving them stuff. I think that that's like one of the hardest things in our industry is so much of it is like uh, symbiotic. Like, oh, uh, I need to have this person's praise or I need to have this person's elevation to get where I want to go. And it's like, no, bro, you can get there on your own and bring people with you, but they don't know you anything and you don't know them. Right. And that's a really weird psychological thing to think like, (laughs) I got here only because of you or only because of Anthony or Noah or Ben or any myriad of our other friends, Kathy, who have you. And they owe me nothing. And I have to be okay with that. And then I have to give to them. But their expectation should be that I I owe them nothing. And it's weird, but it's also like empowering because it's like, man... I can be the center of my own universe the way I should be. I should be the hero of my own story. I should be, you should the, be the leading, leading lady, lady of your own of life, for God's life. sake. Yeah, <laughs> to, to, quote a, to quote the holiday. I love the holiday. Speaking of, of holiday, well, okay, before before with that, um, I do want to just tell you, because oh, I don't okay. think I've, I mean, I've mentioned it, but I haven't really told you about okay. it. You have been so into meditation and and that world How for is a that long going time. For you? And I've tried several things and it just hasn't worked. I found something I'm really, really, really okay, enjoying. What is it? It's called sync tuition. Okay. Like intuition, like syncing your senses. And it's this really, really neat app where each month takes you on a different journey of a mindset or a, a reset or cool. whatever it is. And you have to do it with headphones because it's the cross-cranial audio kind of thing because that does really neat things. And they're between 25 and 30 minutes. And 
Last week I was doing it kind of right after training. I would lay down on the prickly mat to kind of get the blood flow. And then I started just doing it right before going to sleep. And it's really interesting because I've never been one and no offense to anyone who loves it. But when it's the gongs and the ohms and the, I just, I can never well, be, be get into it. Some of that treads on religion. So <laughs> no, 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 that's what I'm saying. No, yeah. I mean, I, it's just, I've gone to so many different things and I want to get into it so much and something about it just it never connect. clicks with me. That's fine. And the intro of this every night is the same voice. It also made you, when I was setting it up, it listens to your voice saying these four words slowly and then it matches you to a voice rhythm for the person who's going to speak cool. to you that'll match your psyche That's and nifty. what you need. Right? I thought that was pretty cool. So it's the same girl who starts it and it's the same kind of bright sounds and a little bit of, of that kind of... There, not chant, but a little bit of like a, here we go. And it talks about breathing in, breathing out, and where you're going to go on the journey that night. And each one has a different theme. And once it describes what you're doing, it says, now sit back and relax. It fades away. And then it's just this 20 to 25 minute of an audio sensory. Like ASMR kind of stuff? Cra- yeah. Cool. Um, and some of it's beach and some of it's animals and some of it's this and some of it's that. Every now and then a chant comes in, but it doesn't make me laugh. And it's just, it's this really cool thing. And it always takes me five to 10 minutes to set in. Like I'll start, I listen and I'm like, oh, I hear the waves and now they're walking on the sand and I hear the seashells or I hear the birds or I hear this. And then my mind starts to wander. I didn't get to this on the to-do list today. What do you think about blah, blah, blah? And then I'm like, turn off your brain, I, turn it off I want and you listen to, to this. I want you to do one step more yes. with that. Have those thoughts and then let them go. Let them go. Don't don't try to turn, don't turn it off. Don't okay. turn off your brain. Okay. Like when you hear no, thank you. When you hear your brain go, hey, you didn't do that today. Go, okay, cool, thanks. Thank you. And then just let it and go. then let it go. Yeah. Because I think that's one of the biggest things with meditation is uh, ac- is allowing the logistical part of your brain permission to start reorganizing itself. Yeah. But also not try to control it. Which when you're a type A perfectionist and you're trying to control everything, it's very, very hard to do. So I I say this because something happened the very first time and I thought it was a fluke and it's happened every single time. So those first five to 10 minutes, my brain's doing that. And I'm going, come on, come on, come on. And I can feel my eyelids kind of scrunching. You're like trying to keep your eyes shut. And I'm like, relax, 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 relax. Let these thoughts go. I like phrasing it that way. Focus on the sounds. Focus on the breath. Focus on what the journey is supposed to be. Each one has a different name. So I'm like, all right, focus on what I want to be feeling from these sounds in my mind and, and all these different things. And all of a sudden, there's one breath. The only way to describe it is the whole body lifts from the center and then goes, and it comes down. And then my body gets heavy and almost tingly. The eyes are closed, but it relaxes. And I feel my lips part, like my mouth kind yeah, of Yeah, you're having, open. it sounds like it's and like I a... And I go, oh. And then once I'm there, I'm in it for the rest of it. A few times I've dozed off during it, which they said is good because then your mind will take yeah, into the subconscious level. Yeah. But I thought it was a fluke the first time. 
And I then it happened the second time. And the third time. And today's day 10. I thought you I've fallen every asleep day. multiple times and then you would get up and go to the bathroom one more time before <laughs> going to sleep. And I was like, yeah. oh, I thought she was asleep. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I'm very excited about it because, I mean, you've been saying it for years and other people say it too. You got to find a meditation or a ritual okay. that works in your mind and your body for you. And I think I finally found it. So thank you, Sync Tuition. Uh, I think all things... Not in, sponsored, but thank you. <laughs> I think all things in life are a little bit like dating. You have to find the thing that yeah. works for you. Yeah. And then lean into it and then go, oh, this doesn't work for me anymore. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. But Without it, judgment. It takes 28 days to form a habit. I'm on day 10 and I look forward to this every night before going to bed. Great. And I'm like, this is great. I'm so glad. I'm, I'm so glad <laughs> you're building routines because yeah. these routines will make the neuroses of the routines that I want to build feel a little bit more simpatico, a yeah. little more in sync. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Which is very cool. Now back to the holiday of what I was saying with that. Movies. It's Valentine's Day this uh, week. Yes, it what is. are I feel like we have to, I know we're doing a very low key Valentine's Day. Yes, we are. I'm sure all of you are doing low key Valentine's Pl- Days. Please, please do a low key Valentine's Day. Day. And if you uh, are alone on Valentine's Day and you need to reach out to somebody and feel love, contact Give us. Give us a call. FaceTime us. Yeah. It's it's on a Sunday. It's a weekend. We'd love to say hey and just kind of check in for a little bit. <laughs> you know? Have a cute little sweet girl say happy Valentine's Day to you and, you know. But Valentine's (laughs) Day, it's important to... The thing with Valentine's Day, and people always call it a Hallmark holiday. It is. And it is. (laughs) You should celebrate your loved one and loved ones every day. You should celebrate yourself every day, too. True. True. But then Valentine's Day, it is fun to, like, get dressed up and do that extra special, just, like, little, little thing. So I know we said no gifts this year. Uh-huh. I, d- well, I got you like one tiny, tiny, tiny little Okay, bit. so now I'm going to have to buy you something. You do not have to. I'm going to buy you something. The same way I got you something very, very small for Hanukkah. It's like the same level of that. This is very, very small. What did you give me for Hanukkah? Your slippers. Oh, right. Your that slippers I wear all the time. that you wear every day. Um, and, and some Valentines, but like the cards. But we are going to make the Valentine's Day cupcakes with Lila. And we're going to have, I think mom was saying she may make steaks or a flank steak. So we have like a really nice dinner. Nice. Um, but I do think it's important that we snuggle up and watch a romantic movie. A romantic movie. What, Is, what's like a good. I think we should finally watch How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. <gasps> I don't know if that's a Valentine's Day movie, but. Oh, I that could qualify. I think. Well, as a romantic comedy. Done and done. Yes. Because I was curious as to what you, you know, we, we went over our holidays, like, you know, Honestly, the movies we love for the holidays and Thanksgiving. I don't really. Um, are there any movies that are like Valentine's based? I can't think of any traditional wise for me that's not like, you know, the I notebook. Like, <laughs> I like horror movies for Valentine's Day. You do like horror movies for Valentine's Day. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's the second biggest horror. Weekend. Oh, it's the first. It's the first biggest horror. No. It's the second. second. It's the second. Halloween's the first. Halloween's the first. Um, but I love that a lot of people go out to like dinner and a slasher movie well, on yeah. Valentine's Day. Because it or actually is probably scary, scary more arousing than a romantic movie. More arousing? Yeah. How get, so? You get your heart beating, you get your blood flowing. You, you You're gripping someone's arm when you get scared. Or, or just ah. you're a little bit more physically uh, acute. Yeah. yeah. 
And so as a result, sensation might be a little bit nicer, a little bit greater. That just made my heart kind of pound. That's a very intriguing. See? I had never thought of it that let's, way. Let's watch a horror movie. Oh, God. Let's do a horror movie first and then How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days or I'm, I won't I'm, sleep I'm, for like I'm, a month. It's fine. <laughs> I used to love scary movies, you guys. Love, love, love. <laughs> no, I really don't. I still like them, mm-hmm. but I can't watch them. Like I have to look away from the screen sometimes. I, I think... Not a, the slasher ones, like the scary... I think a well-made... Demonic, ho- like A well-made horror film... A well-made horror film should have all of the elements of a good drama or a good comedy. Yeah. It's just set to a different soundtrack with a different color filter on every frame. Yeah. And as a result, you feel differently. Um, when I was 12, I went to dinner with my parents. They like took me for my birthday, and they said, we can go see a movie, any movie you want. And all I wanted to see was What Lies Beneath. Yeah, it's a psychological thriller. That's not a horror <laughs> Well, film. I love psychological thrillers. Um, what is your, if you could name, what's your favorite horror film or like top three? Oh, favorite horror film, top three. Okay. Um, <laughs> Blair Witch Project is up there um, mm-hmm. for doing what it did to a genre and creating an entire subgenre of film. Um, the original Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this movie, May. Have I talked to you about it? M-A-E or M-A-Y? M-A-Y. It's, um, it's like a body horror slasher kind of movie, but it's about this <sighs> definitely going to be lots of spoilers in this my spoiler alert of this film <laughs> um <laughs> it's about this woman who has uh, some psychological developmental issues uh, she teaches a bunch of blind kids and her mother loves a doll more than her ah. and so because the doll is more perfect than her so May is always trying to find her perfect man. So she starts murdering people and piecing them together. You have. And there's the moment. Oh, no, no, no. There's the doctor who actually did that. We've talked about there's it. There's a moment in this yeah. film where um, the doll, she there's like a show and tell in class. And she's always kind of like referring to the doll as a human being. And there's like a lot of like, is the doll possessed? Or it's like a, and it's like a porcelain doll. Um and she brings the doll to the class and it gets knocked over <gasps> and it's a bunch of blind kids crawling through glass <gasps> and it's grotesque and violent and so viscerally human, the whole movie. Whoa. And then there's a just like a jump moment at the end where is the body that she pieced together alive? Did she make a Frankenstein's monster or is it also possessed by the thing that may or may not have been possessing her yeah. and or the doll? And yeah. it's just like, it's... I'm having a visceral response at them. I'm like clenching my fingers. I think that horror films Whoa. largely get a bad rap because... They do. In order to commit to those worlds... You, you have to so fully commit or it just there. doesn't work. You do have to go yeah. there. Um, so when I was you know younger... Not that The Sixth Sense is a horror. It's a psychological thriller. Yeah. 
But I did love that when I was little. And The Ring. I loved The Ring when it came the out. The Ring's a horror movie. I loved, loved The Ring. I have several funny stories about The Ring, actually. Um, but if I had to do not my three favorites, but the three that have scared me the most, like the three actual scariest. Yeah. The Orphanage. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, um, Hereditary. Yeah, I know that's an amazing I film. I... You had to sleep with the light on. I was a new mother and I had to sleep with the light on for like six weeks. It it like scared me to the core. I really I really need to watch Midsummer. I'm tempted to watch it with you, but I'm I'm nervous too. It's, but it's anxiety inducing because it's a horror film during the day. During the day. The thing you know, normally the like daylight saves you from that terrifying world. Um, and then the very first paranormal activity, because we watched it before I never watched it with you. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. I didn't watch that on my own. No. There's no way. I, you must have fallen we, asleep. We weren't together. Yeah, no, 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 no. Look up when the first Paranormal Activity came out. We were together. Okay. We were together. Okay. We were so together. Keep on talking. Okay, I'll you look that. it up. I'm pretty sure I saw that with you. <laughs> uh, if I didn't, I will have to think about who I saw that with. But I saw it before. Mark? No, it, it, it's not that old. The first one, it's really not that old. But that first one, I saw it before it blew up. And it was the first time in years I was convinced I was not alone in the bedroom. And it was so scary. Okay. It was so scary. Then it became this huge commercial thing, and then I kind of lost some of that scare tactic. So, like, none of the other paranormal activities held up to it. But that first one was freaking terrifying to me. We saw Paranormal Activity 3 together. I don't think I ever saw any of the other paranormal. We oh, we watched the third one at home. Yes, the first one came out in two thousand seven. So it did not. It did. I must have seen it with Mark because Mark and I we used to go watch horror movies all the time. Hi, Mark. Um, I was terrified. I was terrified. I was convinced the covers were going to get pulled off my body at night because that was one of the things that happened in there. Um, but funny story about the ring. Just just one because it's it's so good. I'm sure all of you have seen The Ring at this point. It came out in 2002. Like, I'm sure you've all seen The Ring. It's also been remade since then. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. The, what's... What was... No, The Ring, I'm saying. Oh, okay. I thought you were still on Paranormal Activity. Uh, so The Ring, there is, for those of you who don't know, there's a video. There's a video cassette in the VCR that you watch. And it's like, don't watch me, don't watch me. But then you watch it. And then there's an urban legend of right after it finished, the phone rang. And in-universe urban legend. Uh-huh. It's an in-universe urban legend. It's an in-universe ur- urban legend that then a phone would ring and you'd pick up the phone and there'd be a voice that goes, seven days. And you die seven days later because this girl, it, it was rather scary. So I loved it. I, w- I was a freshman in college and I went with the whole dorm floor and I went to see it and everyone's freaking out and like, covering their eyes and I was just sitting there grinning because this is when I still liked horror movies and I loved it and I was home for it must have been it was the semester I took off of college so it it must have been in the spring or the summer before I started at AU and I'm at home with mom and you know we're like doing masks and nails and having a girls night we were at home alone we were in the house by ourselves and my mom hadn't seen the ring so we put in the ring, the DVD, and we watch it. And of course, it's terrifying. And 
my mom does this great triple level scream. Anyone who knows Susan, you, you know, it's this one, two, three, cute scream. So this is happening. We have popcorn. We're having a great time. And then we looked at the special features. And one of the special features on the DVD was the video. And mom and I were like, no, we can't. No. I just can't imagine. Let's not watch this. I can't no. imagine how, how your mom got to a place where she was like, yeah, let's watch that. She was the one who was like, let's do it. Let's do it. I was like, okay, yeah, okay, let's do it. We were like, are you sure? Your, your mom's a little skittish. So, so. We, we, put on, we put it on, we watch it, and it's grotesque. I mean, it shows a little bit in the movie, but like there's the fingernail thing and the maggots and the flies. And the, and the, oh, the poor horses. It's a very uh, disturbing image video thing. Yes, And I we're imagine. watching it. And we're watching it, and we're watching it, and it ends. And we're like, all right, let's see what other special features there are. Because I love seeing deleted scenes or bloopers, especially horror movie You bloopers. and your mother both have love that it. in common. Love, love, love. So we're like, what else is there? And before we could press the next thing, the phone rang. The house phone rang. And we were just kind of like, uh, it's 1130 at night. So we're like, who is calling? At 11.30 at night. And mom looks at me like she went white. And I looked at her. I was like, oh, come on. This is just like, no. This is a coincidence. Like maybe maybe it's Ivan calling in or your parents. Close. or I don't know. So I pick up the, we pick up the phone and put it on speaker and said, hello. And this voice goes, seven days. And mom and I, well, I mean, we shrieked, and then we hear this laughter. We had no idea my younger brother, Zach, was home this whole time. <laughs> and when he heard us going to watch the special features, he could not resist and yeah. pulled an epic re- prank on us. the reason I like Zach. Yeah. Amongst many. That was, that was great. And then we made, like, hot chocolate and stayed up till, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. But it was great. It was great. <laughs> um, that all being said... Let's watch How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days on Valentine's Day. And Everyone in a, a horror film. Have a wonderful Valentine's Day. I cannot believe it's our two year married to Hollywood anniversary. And it's about to be my parents' 40th wedding anniversary. 40th wedding anniversary for them on Monday. Yeah. So happy anniversary to you guys. Happy Valentine's Day to all of you. Everyone. Happy Valentine's Day to you. You too, my love. Anything else before we say ta ta? No, I had a good audition this week. Yeah. You d- oh, you did. That's yes, fine. you did. Whatever. Talk about tangential things another time. It's true. It's true. Well, I love you very much. Love you too. And thank you all for tuning in. Like you say. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And, and this, this has been Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye. Black Lives Matter. Yes. Love is love. Love is love. Happy Valentine's, Happy Valentine's Day. Day. Get out there, get your voices heard, get involved. Take care of your neighbors. Stay healthy. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.